Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Back like we never left, Harrison Graham and Nick Roloff behind the scenes, and we're back live earlier than expected because Ian Rappaport dropped the note a little bit ago that the Bears are trading wide receiver Chase Claypool to the Miami Dolphins. Sources tell him and Tom Pelissero. This ends a prolonged drama and gives Claypool a fresh start, Rap Sheet says. They have tried to trade him since last week after he was a healthy scratch. Now everyone moves on. So... Here are the trade details. Welcome in. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Shout out to everybody who tuned into our watch party last night. Quick turnaround back at it here. Here are the trade details. The Bears receive a sixth round pick in 2025. Miami gets Claypool and a 2025 seventh round pick. So late round pick swap in 2025. Obviously not much there uh, if you're Chicago and Ryan Poles. But I honestly thought they were going to have to cut them. So I guess you get slightly something here. Uh, but um, if we're being completely honest, uh, the Bears, uh, the, this thing did not work out in their favor if we're, uh, we're going to analyze this uh, in its full picture. What's your one-word reaction to the Claypool trade? Let us know, and maybe just your one-word reaction on Claypool if you guys want. Uh, let us know. We'll get some shout-outs going. Claypool was a bust in Pittsburgh and in Chicago. I'll challenge that he was a bust in Pittsburgh. He had over 850 yards in each of his first two seasons, had nine touchdowns as a rookie. But My one yeah. reaction, Harrison, surprised because I actually couldn't believe they found someone to send anything. It's fair. I know it's a 2025 sixth-round pick, and you also had to give up a seventh-round pick. Better than nothing, I but suppose. anything for him is yeah. a little bit of a surprise to me. Yeah. Um, let's see. Bum from Graham Rogers. Bye from Donald. Aaron says amazing. Adios from Jacob. Uh, good from Zahid. Luffy says bye. Cursed from the real saucy. Ruben says good. Uh, Claypool's a prima donna from Aaron. Uh, who cares from Todd. Uh, Wasim says bust. Michael says meh. Cool from the game is on. Edgar says chugs. Chugs is not with us this morning. Uh, although, um, uh, I think he's actually coming in to park here and then go to the, the fair, but I don't think he's going to come inside. Uh, the uh, Whoa, whoa, phrasing. I don't think he's uh, going to be in the office today. Uh, chapter closed, unfortunate. Obviously, EQ better be ready. Uh, EQ played the third most snaps last night among receivers, so I think you'll be seeing him more. Hopefully, hopefully, Roly, we see more Tyler Scott. Yeah. That's what I want to see. I want to see Tyler Scott – Get some opportunities. He's been playing a little bit, but they haven't really thrown his way. Uh, but uh, I think now this is kind of how things sit based on the snap counts last night. DJ Moore, which we got a lot to talk about there. Darnell Mooney, Equinemia St. Brown, Tyler Scott, Valus Jones, and Trent Taylor, who's, you know, just a glorified punt returner, obviously. Um, but, look, we have a lot of reaction when it comes to Chase Claypool. Obviously, this did not work out, uh, but... Um, at least uh, you recognize, if you're Ryan Poles, that uh, it's not going to work out. 
uh, and obviously you have to move on. Continue to get in your one-word reaction, but I want to shout out our sponsor for today. That is Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that will help you cancel your unwanted subscriptions, monitor your spending, and help lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money can even negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money will take care of the rest. They also will let you monitor all of your expenses in one place, recommend custom budgets based on your past spending, and they'll even send you notifications when you've reached your spending limits. What's cool about Rocket Money is you can see all of your subscriptions on one screen, exactly how much you're paying per month, and you can individually decide which ones you want to keep, which ones you want to cancel. If you want to cut back on spending, Rocket Money is the best app out there to help you do that. You see that quote from Forbes, this app will save you hundreds of dollars and don't believe me? How about this? With over 3 million users and counting, Rocket Money customers on average are saving over $700 per year. That can be you. I don't know about you, uh, but uh, if I had an extra 700 bucks laying around on an annual basis, I would feel be feeling a lot better financially. Rocketmoney.com slash bears now. That's the place to go to download the app today. Producer Rolly has that link in the live chat for you guys. Rocketmoney.com slash bears now. All right, you go back to the trade details here for uh, Chase Claypool. Again, you're not getting a ton here. When you factor in what you paid to get uh, paid uh, to get him here, obviously it's a big L for Ryan Poles and the Bears. There's simply just no doubt about it. Uh, but, um, again, at least you're salvaging something here uh, if you are the Chicago Bears. Shout-out to Farrell Wolf getting us started with the Super Chat. Uh, and, yes, we have uh, – I know a couple of you guys are wondering, our boot race is ready to go. We owe y'all a beer bong race. It's not even noon yet here, but uh, we deliver on our promises. We will get to those. Farrell Wolf uh, says, as of right now, who do you think the Bears will pick in the draft? How about wide receiver? I mean, look, and Producer Roley, uh, feel free to ch chime in here. If, uh, if, let's say the Bears, you know, win some games, and, you know, let's say they rally to, like, 6-11 and 11 or something, and they're not picking top three, top five, but maybe Carolina is. Maybe use that pick to get Marvin Harrison Jr., and then your second pick is maybe it's Olu Fashanu, maybe it's Jared Verse, maybe it's the left tackle from Notre Dame, but if you could pair Marvin Harrison with DJ Moore, regardless of who the quarterback is, I think that would be pretty I, special. I think it's all dependent on where the draft, like, who's where, where the Bears are, but say they have, like, picks two and eight. Like, yeah. personally, I think it would be best well-served maybe trading down from two if you need to. Like, yeah. say the first team really, like, obviously going to draft Caleb Williams. Say this number two pick, still going to be Drake May. People will offer up a haul to move up yeah. two, three spots. Yeah. And you can walk away with Olu versus Joe All or Marvin Harrison Jr. Like, I think getting two of those four, if you're picking in the top ten, is a must. I – and that's Listen. in the scenario where Fields is your quarterback. Like, Listen. if you still get the number one pick, yeah. it's going to be hard to not take care of I also personally, the way I view it, and I think, maybe you call me crazy, maybe call me not, I would prioritize Olu or Joe All over Marvin Harrison Jr. I think the Bears wide receiver core is serviceable, and with how good DJ Moore is, I get Marvin Harrison Jr. is cool, but getting a franchise left tackle. Yeah. That's pretty nice. A lot of factors, right? How does Fields play the rest of the season? Do they get the number one pick? Uh, is Darnell Mooney a guy you bring back? How does he play the rest of the season? Because 
we said before the season that you're probably picking between Claypool and Mooney. Well, Claypool's already out of the picture. Mooney's yeah. been a little up and down. I, you know, I, I think you got to feel good about him because if you decide to let him go, then you do need another receiver. Uh, there, there's no doubt about it. So People are saying Marvin Harrison Jr. is generational. You can't pass on that. But I would consider Olu generational, personally. Yeah, it just depends on the evaluations. Um, I mean, shoot, if you're picking like three and five, you might be able to get both. Like, it's it's not impossible. But long way to go. Um, but uh, there's some good options there. There's, I think everybody's focused on this QB class, Rolly. There's four to six really good players, non-quarterbacks, that should go in the top ten that if the Bears get one or two of them, that would be uh, pretty nice as well. Grade the trade for us. Just this one, obviously, if you factor in the Steelers one, it's an overall F. But I think considering uh, I thought you were going to have to cut them, I mean, it's at least a C here. It's obviously not good but the way this is all played out as a whole. If you grade the whole Claypool experience, it's an F, 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 F. Uh, but to get something here, I mean, it's it's better than nothing. So... Farrell says F, Maxwell says A, D-plus from Viper, Ben says D, Robin, or Ruben, C-minus, Mike says C-minus, Reggie, A-plus, Link says C. Um, again, not ideal how this all played out, but uh, at least you uh, salvaged something, and more than anything else, you just need to get them out of your building. Sal Eats, last night was the most blitzes I've seen in a while. It was. Give Flus credit. He dialed some things up. Um, I mean, even late in the game, Jalen Jones, your like number six corner, has to come in because you were so banged up. They bring him on a couple corner blitzes, and he got home, not for a sack, but forced a, a, a quick throw that was incomplete. So that was nice to see. You got to get, you got to bring pressure, man. The front four is not getting home, even though you had five sacks last night. The front four still did not get home much. So um, I, you're just gonna have to keep blitzing and uh, take your chances there. Tyler Smith. Smitty. Is this Smitty? Is there a trade you make with the long break to try and get a few more wins this season? The reason Rolly and I said that, we have a Tyler Smith in the chat sports office, and we call him Smitty. Uh, I don't think this is the Tyler Smith. Or maybe it is the Tyler Smith, but not our Tyler Smith. Um, you make a trade. What trade is that? Like, teams don't trade starting left tackles. In the middle of seasons. Um, I don't know what Braxton Jones' situation is. I hope he can get back and play. I think Larry Borum has been okay. The problem with Borum, Rolly, is his bad is really bad. Yeah. And I think that really stands out. If you can eliminate some of those, I think he's played okay. But the times he gets beat, it's just so quick and so bad. The biggest need for this team is also, like, a more consistent pass yeah. rush. Um I don't really – I mean, are the, would the Vikings trade Daniil Hunter in the division? I mean, they made a divisional trade last year with Hawkinson, so I guess it's it's possible. But I just – I don't – I feel like this team kind of made that mistake last year where they got Claypool to try and help Justin Fields, even though they were not a team that was going to contend. Do you do that this year unless you really think you might make a push here? I mean, you're one and four. Like, yeah. I think you're only making a trade if you think if you're almost certain it's a long-term piece. If you now, I don't know if you rattle off two wins in a row here. Yeah, you're back you're in three it. Three and four. Um, you're couple, back in A it. week and a half before the deadline, which I believe is Halloween this year. Yeah. So the next uh, three games for the Bears are Vikings at home, Raiders at home, at the Chargers. Two days after the Chargers game is the trade deadline. So Sunday night game, by the way. Yeah, I mean. So if you if you win 
two, if you win the next two, you know, I doubt you'll beat the Chargers. You'd be three and five. I think that's what they were when they made the trade last year, ironically, then they never won again. I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, I think if you're making a trade, though, here's an interesting thought. What if Washington loses a few in a row here and they want to trade one of Sweat or uh, Young. Chase Young, who you just saw last night? That's that's more intriguing to me because they're I like young in their prime pass rushers. Caden Goodvaldson, we still have fields under control for two more years. Draft defensive line and offensive line, a fields bust. We should have a solid team for the next guy. I hear what you're saying. I don't think there's any scenario, Caden, where you would give him two years in the wait and see category. Now, there could be a scenario where like he plays pretty well and you're like, okay, we're not sold, 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 but we didn't get the number one pick. We're not sold on Drake May necessarily, so you give well, Fields next I don't know, year. That could be possible. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I'll say this: if Fields plays like he has the last two weeks, the rest of the season, in that realm of level, number one, your own pick will not be number one overall. You you will win enough games where the, your own pick will not be number one. But what's interesting is, what if they go like five and twelve, have like the sixth pick, but Carolina's pick is number one, but Fields progresses. If you have the number one pick, it's still going to be hard to not take Caleb Williams. And, and here's the thing, right? Like, even if J Justin Fields does ball, Caleb Williams right now at least is viewed as such a generational quarterback that if you decide to trade that pick and And he becomes a Hall of Fields, Famer. And it will be worse than the Mahomes-Trubisky because you actually had yeah. the number one overall pick. I do wonder if deep down, if Fields plays really well, if you almost just don't want to get the number one. Like, I know that sounds crazy, but, like, and, again, it's two games, five on the air. He's played good twice. So let's not, let's not you know, act like Fields is out of the woods and is for sure the next decade answer. But I do wonder if he plays pretty well the rest of the season if deep down Ryan Poles is almost like, I hope I don't have to make that decision. <laughs> because that'll, that will – you want to talk about determining your fate as a general manager of a franchise? Like, you get that wrong, you're cooked. I mean, you'll never get a job again. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's it, it's brutal either way. What if you trade Fields and he's awesome? Well, like, if Caleb's But if you pass on Williams and it's – exactly. Oh, boy. I don't, it's it's, it's going to get interesting, man. It's going to get interesting. Uh, let's hit these last few Super Chats. Then we're going to dive into this trade a little more, and then we'll take more questions afterwards. Appreciate everybody for joining us, by the way. Got a 1,000 people watching live. This is your first time on this channel. We cover uh, Chicago Bears news, rumors, and a whole lot more on a daily basis. We're trying to get to 76,000 subscribers here on the channel. Can we get there by the end of the day today, by the end of this stream? That'd be awesome. Uh, if you want daily Chicago Bears content, hit that sub button. It's 100% free. Let's get that number up to 76,000. Okay, a few more Super Chats here. Ken, if Fields maintains his average so far, that's 38, 80, 35 touchdowns, 17. I actually saw the math was 37 touchdowns, 17 interceptions. What do we do at the end of the year? If he flirts with 4,000 passing and throws for north of 30 touchdowns, and let's say the interceptions are 15 or less, <laughs> if you told me that before the year, wouldn't we all be like, hell yes? Got to see it more. Got to see it more. Two good games. Good start the last couple weeks, but need more. Chicago ain't for everybody. If Claypool, it's not for Claypool either. If Claypool is flu still hot. If Claypool, oh, if he balls elsewhere. I think that's more of a, 
well, is it more polls? Is it more coaching combination? Uh, I, I wouldn't blame it on Flus because he doesn't really deal with the offense. Yeah. Um, I think it would be more of a gutsy problem. I, yeah. I still think Flus's seat. It's not like it's cold all oh of a sudden, my, oh, by no. the way. It is, it is very hot. It's sli- it might have slightly cooled down last night, but you turn around and lose to Minnesota at home after a long, after a long break. The I mean, stove just got turned off, but it still says caution hot. Yeah, that's, that's a good way of putting it. Marty K with the five. Isn't it funny? We trade for Claypool, go on a lo- losing streak. Tell him not to come back. Offense clicks, and we win again. It is it's something. <laughs> It is something, Marty K. They never won a game with him here. I mean, technically, they won one game with him on the roster because he was still on the roster last night, but it is ironic. Now, I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, you get Claypool out of here. The whole team's going to figure it out all of a sudden, but it's <laughs> it's interesting nonetheless. Mr. Org with the 10, a first-time super chatter. We'll still do jumping jacks. Shout out, Mr. Org. And... Chris. 50 from Chris. Mini boom. Mini boom. He says, if you think about it, only, and Justin Fields is the guy, and we get the number one pick, then it's a win-win because you get your franchise guy and get a shit ton of compensation. Yada, yada, yada. I hear what you're saying. I or, just like. Or you get a shit ton of compensation for Justin Fields. And I made that point last guy. night, Roly, of there's no downside to Fields playing well. A, it increases his trade value. B, if he is your guy long-term, that's good too. Um, And C, that probably means you're hopefully winning some games. But, yeah, this is an interesting hypothetical, obviously. Okay, so hear me out. And I know we have to get into the Chase Claypool stuff. Even if Justin Fields plays like he has the past couple weeks, the rest of the season, and you still end up with a number one pick because of Carolina, why wouldn't you trade Fields, right? Because think about it. Fields is almost up with his rookie deal. You that's res- that's the other factor. You in reset this. the clock by getting Caleb Williams, who arguably has a higher ceiling anyway, and then you're still gonna get possibly if Fields looks like he has right now for the rest of the season, you'll get two first round picks for him. So you get two firsts, you take Caleb Williams with number one, and you reset your clock, and you be able to spend money crazy, on the rest of your and team. And you have crazy capital. I just got sold. It doesn't matter if the Bears end up with number one pick. You have to take. Here's the one thing I'll say. What if Fields and Moore cook the rest of the season? What message are you sending to DJ Moore if you trade Justin Fields? He finally has a quarterback worth a shit, and you trade him. I, I, I'm not saying you can operate that way if you're a general manager. I, I'm just throwing it out there. There's a lot of factors that play into this. A lot of factors that play into it. We'll continue this discussion because I think it's a good one to have uh, as we roll along. One more super chat here, and then we're going to jump into the One cut more here. After this. Two more actually. F the Vikes, F Cousins, bring on the Vikes. You you beat Minnesota next week, the season's back on because you should beat the Raiders the week after that. Now, you've won one game in 15 tries, so nothing's a gimme, but I, I feel good, Roly, if you beat Minnesota in 10 days, that you should be able to beat the Raiders the week after. Right? Are you on the same page there? Yeah. I agree. Jeffrey with the 10. Obviously, it sucks. Claypool didn't work out, but if you think about the situation of the receivers last year and the timing of the trade, they had to do something and they swing and miss. But yeah, yeah. Look, I I defended it at the time. I we knew there were there were there were some concerns with Claypool, but it was obvious when you watched the Bears last year that Fields needed more help, and unfortunately, it didn't work for Claypool. Here's the thing, though: we got to give credit where it's due on the DJ Moore trade. That looks like an absolute home run. I mean, you might have a top five receiver in this league right now. 
Bear Witness, uh, thumbs up to you guys rocking early. Club Dub just ending for me. Yeah, Club Dub was, uh, was popping last night. Club Dub was popping last night. All right, if you're ready for today's show to start, I know we got a couple more Super Chats. We'll get to those we'll after. We'll start with Mitchell Trubisky's burner after uh, the yes. cut. Rolly's looking at his chops at that Super Chat. If you're ready for today's show to start, hit that like button. Um, help us out. Uh, it sends a message to YouTube, and we can get more Bears fans in here. So appreciate all of the love and the support. Make sure Brett knows we're getting this rolling here. And um, after we uh, break down the Claypool trade in detail, we'll take more Super Chats, take more questions, uh, talk more ball with you. Rolly and I are ready to roll here on a Victory Friday for once. Let's go. Still no Victory Mondays this season, but, uh, hey, petition. Bears play every Thursday Bears night. Bears best team in football if they don't play on Sunday. <laughs> Think about their last win. Uh, it was on a Monday. That's true. That is true. Uh, Bears-Panthers uh, week 10 on Thursday night. Lock it in. All right, hit that like button. Let's break down this Chase Claypool trade here on Chicago Bears now. The Chase Claypool experience is over in Chicago as Ian Rappaport broke the news this morning that the Bears are trading Claypool to the Dolphins. Him and Tom Pelissero with the news ends the prolonged drama and gives Claypool a fresh start. They've tried to trade him since last week, Rappaport reports, and now everyone moves on. My name is Harrison Graham. Welcome into Bears Now. Let's get into it here as the Bears have shipped out Claypool to Miami. The Bears get a 2025 sixth-round pick. The Dolphins get Claypool in a 2025 seventh-round pick. So you see this a lot in these type of trades where players are looking for fresh starts or low-leverage players where you just do a late-round pick swap, essentially. And obviously that ends up being the case here. And got to be honest, I'm actually pretty surprised that uh, Ryan Poles found a trade partner here. Now, we'll talk about this as this goes. Obviously the Bears uh, overall big losers in the whole Claypool situation. But at least you salvage a little something here. And uh, more than anything else, uh, you just needed to get him out of your building, off your football team. And uh, for Claypool, he gets to start fresh. I won't miss him. Uh, I'd be lying if I said I would. I was patient. I gave him a lot of chances, but uh, he, uh, he just did not work out. And uh, that was very, very clear. Grade the Chase Claypool trade. Just this trade. Don't factor in Pittsburgh when you're answering right here. We'll talk about that later. Don't get me wrong. A, B, C, D, or F. I give it a C, C plus. You at least found a trade partner. Um, late round swap. We'll see what Claypool does in Miami. But it was clear that that ship had sailed in Chicago. So grade the trade for Chase Claypool. A, B, C, D, or F. And while you're at it, we are trying to get to 76,000 subscribers. This is our live sub count right now. We're publishing daily Chicago Bears content, the latest news, rumors. We were live on Thursday Night Football for a Bears Commander's Watch Party. We were celebrating Justin Fields and DJ Moore and uh, obviously uh, the Bears honoring the life of Dick Butkus last night as well. We got you covered here on a daily basis. No one's uh, going to have more coverage than we will, so if you want to support the movement, hit that subscribe button. It's 100% free. Trying to get to 76,000 subscribers here on the channel as soon as possible. Okay, more on Chase Claypool here. Just a disaster, for being completely honest. I mean, he ends up playing in 10 games uh, on 43 targets, had just 18 catches, 191 yards, and one touchdown, which actually came this year in Week 2 against Tampa. I just said it. I'll say it again. Claypool was a disaster here. There's just no way around it. Um, 
You know, I people came at me when I when I uh, liked the trade at the time, like, oh, just wait for the Claypool experience. Those people were right, man. Um, distraction, effort was in question a lot of the time. Even when he did play hard, he was he would miss blocks. I, I will say I don't think the Bears played to his strengths very well, and, and they got to own a piece in this as well. But when a player doesn't buy in, you can only do so much. And, and I think it's pretty clear that the buy-in just was not there from Claypool, and it's so weird, like, going back to this offseason before training camp, Chase Claypool called this the biggest year of his life. He seemed to understand what was at stake for him in a contract year, and this is still what we got. So that's – I think that says a lot about him, unfortunately. You know, you hopefully for him he can figure it out in Miami, but for Bears fans, for us, we don't, we don't really care at this point in time. Uh, you look forward to what this wide receiver room looks like, and – Look, if you got DJ Moore, you got a chance. We saw that last night. He was unbelievable. Got to get Darnell Mooney going. It's kind of been inconsistent week to week. Uh, I thought Justin missed him a couple times last night, but uh, we know Mooney's been a proven number two in the past, so hopefully he can get going a bit. Equinemius St. Brown, listen, at least he uh, at least he, he does the job, right? Like, he's a good blocker. Uh, he'll catch the ball usually when you throw him the football. I want to see more Tyler Scott and maybe even more Valus Jones. We'll see if they get more opportunities moving forward with Claypool out of the way. But, uh, again, DJ Moore, man, we're going to talk about him because he is absolutely special. But before we do that, we got to give you a word from our sponsor, and that is Rocket Money. Guys, start saving money. Don't waste money. Rocket Money is going to help you do that as they are a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Most people think they're spending $80 per month on subscriptions, when in reality, that number is closer to $200. When you're signed up for so many things like streaming services you used to watch one show for or free trials for delivery you don't use, it's so easy to lose track of what you're paying for. Not anymore. Not with Rocket Money. It's got... All of your subscriptions listed out on one screen, and you can tell exactly how much you're paying for a month. You can scroll through and be like, okay, paying $20 on this, $18 on this, $12 on this. Holy crap, I'm paying $180 in subscriptions. I want to cancel X, Y, Z and save $80 per month. You can do that with Rocket Money with the single click of a button. You click cancel next to the subscription you don't want. They walk you through the rest of the steps to get that done for you. With over 3 million users and counting, Rocket Money users are saving an average of $720 per year. Think about what you could do with $700. Vacation, several nice dinners, just start a savings account, college fund, whatever it is. Save money with Rocket Money. Download the app today, rocketmoney.com slash bears. Now we'll redirect you to the app store. Be sure to do that right now. Use our link because it helps support us here on this show. Okay, are the Bears better without Claypool? Certainly seems like it. The two games he's inactive, the offense breaks out uh, the last two weeks. I don't think there's any question about that. Now, <laughs> there's a lot of theories out there of it's kind of ironic. Uh, the first real game where Claypool's off the team, technically it was on the roster still last night, but it was clear that it was over. They finally win a game. They never won a single game with Claypool. It's, it's, it is ironic. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say the whole team's going to just – figure it out with Claypool out of the way. The defense still has issues. There's still injury concerns. There's still coaching concerns. But they put it all together last night, and the offense played really good last week as well. And I will give Ryan Pohl some credit for just moving on, right? I, I, I think that sometimes you see GMs in this league, they don't want to admit they're wrong. Uh, he was wrong here. He missed. It happens. It's a bad miss. It, you know, when, when you evaluate this GM, that's, that's going to count against them. There's simply no doubt about that. I mean – this is painful to look at, 
Really painful to look at, man. That pick ends up being the number 32 overall selection. Pittsburgh drafts Joey Porter Jr. Now, you didn't know it was going to be 32 when you traded it, but you kind of knew it was going to be a top 40, top 45 pick at least and uh, ended up being a th number 32, which in most drafts is the last pick of the first round. It sucks, man. You lost the Claypool uh, trade. There's, there's no doubt. I mean, you took a big fat L here, but you got to recognize when it's time to move on, so I will give Ryan Poles credit for that. Now, here's the question. Do you trust Ryan Poles as the Bears' general manager? Type T for trust or type D for don't. After this YouTube ad break, I'll tell you why you should at least have some belief in what he's doing. A reason to trust Ryan Poles is he also traded for DJ Moore, recognizing Claypool and Mooney's not enough. And holy crap, that helps you, that helps you out as a GM when you're being evaluated. DJ Moore is going to make people forget about Chase Claypool very, very quickly. I mean, the game he had last night was just unbelievable. In the last two weeks, he's been fantastic. Eight catches, 230 yards, three touchdowns, an average of 29. He's unbelievable after the catch. I think he's a top three receiver in this league after the catch, top 10 overall. And look, he might be top five. I don't think people realize how buried he was in Carolina. And now, you know, the jury's still out on Justin Fields, but I said it at the time of the trade, and I'll say it now, he's easily the most capable and talented quarterback DJ Moore's ever played with, and that connection is fire right now. The last two weeks, they have combined uh, for well over 350 yards in four touchdowns, and Fields overthrew him on another touchdown last night. I mean, you think about the game DJ could have had uh, last night, had Fields hit that one, and... There were a couple screenshots today. It looked like DJ might have actually been out of bounds on that one up the sideline, but I still think it's a little unclear. I mean, it was very close to being a five-touchdown night for him, but either way, 230 and three scores, just fantastic. And Justin Fields deserves praise for his play the last couple of weeks. 43 of 64, uh, 617, eight touchdowns against one interception and the one pick being a miscommunication between him and Cole Komet last week. QB rating over 128. Uh, he's running just enough, but he's not having to take off as much. Uh, if we see more of this from Justin Fields, and if DJ Moore keeps making plays, this offense could be really good, man. And no one's going to care about Chase Claypool anymore. Sure, we'd like to have that second-round pick back, but uh, if this continues, uh, you, you're going to be feeling pretty good about where things are heading. Uh, it's 1-14. No one's saying this team's going to go win a Super Bowl right now, but uh, if the offense can continue to click at a high level, uh, that's that, that makes this team worth watching and uh, gives you optimism uh, moving forward. Speaking of which, how excited are you for this offense moving forward? Scale it from 1 to 10 down in the comments. 1 being, ah, this offense sucks. 10 being, it's been pretty damn fun the last couple of weeks. I'm probably at about a 9, man, just to watch Fields and more every week. That in itself is fun. Let us know. Scale it from 1 to 10. All right, just to circle back to the news, Chase Clay pulled to the Dolphins for a late-round pick swap. Again, the Bears get a sixth-round pick in 2025. Uh, Dolphins get a seventh in addition to Claypool. Uh, that seventh also in 2025. Is what it is, man. You swung, you missed, it sucks. Poles has to wear this one, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, it's over, and uh, Chase Claypool uh, finds a new home in Miami. All right, that's going to do it. Our Chase Claypool trade analysis, some Justin Fields, DJ Moore discussion as well. If you want more content here on this channel, hit that subscribe button again. We're trying to get to 76,000 subscribers as soon as possible. My name is Harrison Graham. Bear down. Appreciate you guys tuning in. But All right, uh, we're going to get to these questions here. Hashtag Bears, Super Chat uh, to get on the show. And uh, let's get into it here on Bears Now.
You're watching Chicago Bears now. My name is Harrison Graham, here to take all of your questions, trade ideas, rumors, whatever you guys got. Ask away. Hashtag Bears or Super Chat. John Collins here. You don't need to overreact about this win like we have about the losses this year. How bad are the injuries from this game? I hope RB1 is okay. Not really sure about the overreaction. I'm just happy they won a game. Um... Yeah, Khalil Harbert said after the game he'd be all right. Uh, right ankle injury. I think the extra days off should help. Uh, I'll say this, too, with the running back situation. Rochon Johnson, concussion. That looked nasty. Extra days off help. Hopefully he's back next week. Uh, Travis Homer left with a hamstring injury. The good news is is you got Deontay Foreman, who's going to have fresh legs. So, I, you know, I'd, I'd say there's probably a good chance he's active in the next game. Uh, he's a guy you can give the ball to and, and lean on. So, uh, that's the positive. Hopefully Herbert and Roshan are ready to go, but if not, I think Foreman uh, can, can hold down the fort if needed. Jayzilla Gaiman, here's a thought I've had. Do you think the Bears had play calls that were targeted for Claypool, but once he was deactivated, it opened up more for DJ? I mean, it's possible, right? I, I, I mean, I think DJ Moore was always and clearly your number one receiver. Um, we saw him have a 100-yard game next to Claypool in week two, but... Uh, when you take away one of your top three receivers, at least on paper, your top two guys are going to get more opportunities, and clearly your top one guy has gotten a lot more in DJ Moore. And I said that after that week one garbage when he had two catches for 25 yards and two targets. Ten-plus targets a game, Luke Getze. It still had not been a ton of games with ten-plus targets, but uh, it's the last two weeks, eight catches for buck uh, 31 last week and 230 this week. Yeah, get DJ Moore the football, man. Kid can play. Jake with the $10 Super Chat. Appreciate all the Supers, guys. I think no matter how well Fields plays the rest of the season, I think it just makes sense to move on. Reset the clock along with the new coaching staff as well. Thoughts? I think we have to see how it all looks, man. Um, how many games do they win? How good does Fields play? Is the chemistry with him and DJ Moore undeniable? It looks like it is right now. Um, 12 games left. That's a lot of evaluation to do if you're – Ryan Poles and this coaching staff. So um, I'm excited for the ride, man. This thing could go a million different ways, and uh, I think that's uh, that's fun to think about. If you're rooting for Justin Fields, because that's one thing I will say. I'm absolutely rooting for this kid. I want him to be the guy. I've wanted that. I've believed in his talent. Uh, that hasn't wavered. Uh, I was losing faith that it would happen in Chicago, but the last two weeks have shown me a lot. Uh, I'm rooting for Justin Fields, man. Type JF1 if you're rooting for him to be the guy long-term in Chicago. Whether he is or not, uh, I'll always be a fan, and uh, I hope uh, I hope it does work out because uh, I think uh, he has a, he embodies a lot of what you want in a franchise quarterback. Simon Matthews with the Super. Assuming the Bears have two top ten picks and Justin Fields and DJ keep lighting it up, who, what positions are you targeting in the draft? Let's just take QB out of it for the sake of answering this question. There's four players in this draft where if you're not drafting quarterback, if you're picking in the top ten, I think you got to get at least one of them. Penn State left tackle Olu Fashanu. Ohio State wide receiver Marvin Harrison Jr. Florida State edge Jared Verse. I'll add Dallas Turner as well, the Bama edge. And then um, Brock Bowers, the tight end of Georgia. I know you've got Cole Komet. But Bowers is a great blocker, so it's almost like having a sixth offensive lineman, and he's unbelievable after the catch. Um, I would have no problems drafting him and running two tight ends with him and Cole Komet a lot. So 
Uh, those are four or five guys that if you're not going quarterback, I'll throw Joe Alton there as well, the Notre Dame left tackle. Uh, you get one or two of those guys if you're not drafting a QB, I'd be very, very happy. Chi-Town Real Estate, hashtag Bears. Will the offensive line hold up? I thought they held up pretty well last night, considering the front they were going against. Larry Borum's bad reps are really bad, and they stand out. They're glaring. But he's actually held up okay. It's just when he does get beat, it's like, oh, my God, did you just forget that the ball was snapped? Um, but uh, I think for a swing tackle, he's been more than serviceable. Uh, I think Cody Whitehair, from a blocking standpoint, is a clear upgrade at center over Lucas Patrick, who left with injury. If he can clean up the sloppy snaps, uh, which have been a problem historically for him, but if he can at least tighten it up and not have as many bad ones, I think that's an upgrade there. Um, Tevin Jenkins, when he played, he was pushing people around. I thought he played good. And Nate Davis and Darnell Wright on the right side, that's rock solid. Uh, Nate Davis has uh, been really good the last two weeks uh, uh, since he's been back. Uh, Darnell Wright, he, he, he has the occasional rookie laps, but uh, he's been good as well. I, the, if Braxton Jones can get back and get healthy, I actually think this offensive line can be pretty decent, uh, which uh, considering what we saw the first couple of weeks, uh, that would be a, a major upgrade. What's also an upgrade for your pockets is the Rocket Money app because they're going to help you save money on a daily basis, a weekly basis, a monthly basis, and an annual basis. Download the Rocket Money app right now at rocketmoney.com slash bears. Now, it is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, helps you lower your bills all in one place. With Rocket Money, you see all of your subscriptions laid out for you on one screen and exactly how much each of them cost. And you can cancel them with the single click of a button. Just click cancel next to any subscription you don't want. They'll walk you through the process of finalizing that cancellation, and you will no longer be getting charged. What Rocket Money can also do is they can negotiate to lower your bills by up to 20%. Think about that. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. With over 3 million users and counting, Rocket Money customers have saved an average of over $700 per year. Think about that. A lot of money you could be using elsewhere. Rocketmoney.com slash bears. Now use our link to support the show, and you're going to support yourself in your pockets by using the Rocket Money app. You can set custom budgets. They'll send you alerts when you've reached those monthly budgets that you set your, for yourself. It's really an awesome user-friendly app. Rocketmoney.com slash bears now. Any word on Kyler Gordon? Uh, well, he's eligible to return from IR after this week. I hope he's able to because this secondary is decimated. Now, I want to give Greg Stroman some love. I thought he played really well last night. Picked off Sam Howell. Had a, a nickel blitz sack as well. Um, he's a guy I'd probably keep on the 53. I think he's shown enough, even if he's not a starter, that you might want to keep him active. Um, but, yeah, I, I think Kyler Gordon, you want him out there, obviously. Hopefully he's able to play uh, soon and get off of IR. But he is eligible to return now that he has missed the last four games. I saw a report saying he did not have a cast on his hand recently at practice, so that's probably a good sign that that hand is pretty close to healed. Stephen Hunt, do you think they are thinking about picking up Randy Gregory? It's a good question. Um, I would consider it. Your pass rush isn't great, especially with your front four. Um, Gregory's a guy who's, you know, he's mostly just a pass rusher. He's not great against the run, but as a rotation rusher, I think you could do worse. You line him up on the opposite side of Yannick Ngakwe, I, I think that can be decent. So um, I would be intrigued if it's very cheap. Uh, we'll see where Randy Gregory ends up. Justice for Rand, does it count as a successful season if the Bears squeeze out seven wins? So I said before the year, 
you should get you need to get to seven for it to not be a disappointment. I think considering you started 0 and 4, if you got to seven, that would be pretty good. Big picture, it would kind of be like, okay, you did just enough in my opinion, but going seven and six to finish the year. Uh, after an 0-4 start, that'd be pretty decent. Um, I, I was hoping for more. I don't know if you can get more than seven at this point since you're one and four. But uh, you know, I, I think it justice. It depends how it looks. Like this field's play good the rest of the year. If that if the answer is yes, then I would say probably yes because then you're saying okay, well the offense is there. The defense just has to improve, uh, and then uh, hopefully uh, you can make the. Uh, necessary additions in the offseason for that to be the case. We cover Bears news all the time. Hit that subscribe button, the latest news, rumors. We broke down the Chase Claypool trade live on the channel. We go live every Monday when, or a Thursday and game day. Uh, this week we went live on Friday because that was like a Monday, Victory Friday. First time we could say that in a while. Hit that sub button, trying to get to 76,000 subscribers. Your support is greatly appreciated. AJ with a $20 super chat. Appreciate it, brother. I think we need to prioritize edge and look for a center later in the draft. Our secondary is getting banged up, so potentially a safety or corner as backup. Are you talking about now or like long term? Um, if you're talking right now, they signed Deron Harmon as a safety. You know, is he a guy that gets factored in? Maybe. I think Eddie Jackson might be close to returning. That would be a big boost. Um, Elijah Hicks made a couple decent plays the other night, but he often gets lost in coverage. Um, so it would be nice to get him back on the bench as a ba in a backup role. Um, but, yeah, you've, you've had a ton of injuries in the secondary. As far as center goes, I'd love to draft Cedric Van Pran on day two out of Georgia um, to be your long-term center. That, that would be very nice. Dustin Yoder, do you see the Bears trading for anyone midseason? Not necessarily. We know Ryan Poles has been a guy who is not scared to make trades, though, whether it's trading players away, trading four players. Um, if there's an opportunity to help out this front four, I think he'd consider it. I don't think there'd be a piece to add on offense. I mean, you're, I think you're set for the most part. I know you just lost Claypool, but I think with Moore and Mooney, you're fine there. Complimentary pieces like uh, St. Brown and Bayless and Tyler Scott, you should be serviceable at receiver. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think possibly, I think if they do, it would probably be a trenches move. DC Viper, do you think Jalen Johnson trade is still a possibility? I would pay him. I know I've mentioned that maybe a team like Dallas who lost Trayvon Diggs or now Buffalo, Tredavious White, could be interested in uh, adding you know, what could be a missing piece for a Super Bowl contender there. I would rather keep Jalen. Uh, I know he, he, he seems to have minor injuries pop up, but I think you need good players, and he's a good player. Uh, but, uh, you know, if a team's going to, you know, offer you a lot for him, like if you get a second-round pick for him, you obviously have to consider that. Uh, but, uh, I don't know, slight possibility, yes. Would I bank on it? Probably not. Step bro Kevin, new record prediction. I don't know, guys. They've won one game. How about this? Uh, if they beat uh, Minnesota and Vegas, we'll revisit it. I, it's, hard, it's too hard to say right now. They should have beat Denver. That's what's frustrating. You're two and three. The season's really back on because four and three is very possible if that's the case. But if you lose to Minnesota to fall to one and five, you're you know you're kind of back in the gutter again. So got to find a way to beat Minnesota. If you do that, I, I like your chances of beating Las Vegas. Then you're a three and four team. Okay, see where the chips fall. You got a chance at that point. You guys know the motto. I know week one was brutal, but get the FGBs going in the chat. FGB, FGB, FGB. 
If you don't know what that stands for, ask another Bears Now subscriber. Derek Runyon, as much as I want to start drafting offense to help boost our team, Terrell, Smooth and, or Terrell Smith and Jerron Dexter played well last night. I thought both played really well. Terrell Smith, he looks comfortable now that he's gotten these reps. You can make an argument he's looked better than Tyreek Stevens in the last couple weeks. Jervon Dexter, PFF graded him at like an 85 overall last night. He flashed. I'm wondering how close we are to him playing over Justin Jones at that three-tech spot. Andrew Billings is your best defensive lineman right now. He's your one-tech. I'm not messing with that. Pickens can rotate in occasionally, but he hasn't popped much. But Dexter at three-tech, I, I would give him more snaps. He he's starting to play better. He's getting some pressure. Um, and Terrell Smith, yeah, man, I, he looks good. There, remember, there was a competition between he and Tyreek Stevenson in training camp before Smith suffered a minor injury. That's something to watch, monitor. Once all these guys are healthy in the back end, is there a scenario where Terrell Smith is getting snaps over Stevenson? I'm not sure. I'd have to review the film to see how Tyreek played last night. James Bartick, do you still think Larry Borum is the right guy for the offensive line, even with all these false starts? Yeah, the penalty's got to stop. He's good for at least one of those a week. It's got to stop. But again, James, he's a swing tackle. He's not a starter. I think as a swing tackle, he's serviceable. I, you know, his bad is bad. I get that. But he's been, he's been decent. He actually has. Against that front last night, to only get clearly beat a couple times, that's it's not bad. Again, when he gets beat, it looks ugly. But uh, he's held up. He has good power. Um, I think as a swing tackle, he's, uh, he's a guy uh, worth keeping around here. Appreciate all the questions here on the channel. If we didn't get to you, have no fear. Social media is here. At HGramNFL on Instagram and on Twitter. I got a lot of DMs to catch up on after the Thursday night football win, but uh, I'll get back to everybody as soon as possible. At HGramNFL. We'll make it happen. Appreciate all the love and support.